here you are. BPMs high, sweat dripping, body moving, tongue panting. You're working hard, real hard, and you're thirsty. You need vitamins, nutrients for peak performance and energy. And your plants do too. Aw, let me just look at the little guy. Water-soluble plant food from miracle Grow is full of essential nutrients. Just a little scoop into your watering can and boom, instant feeding and bigger, more beautiful plants. It's kind of like a sports drink for your plants. You may have to suffer from heat, but your plants do not. Hey, Fidelity. How can I remember to invest every month? With the Fidelity app, you can choose a schedule and set up recurring investments in stocks and ETFs. Oh, that sounds easier than I thought. You got this. Yeah, I do. Now, where did I put my keys? You will find them where you left them. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE SIPC. Hey, everyone, and thanks for joining me this week. My name is Laura Adams. I'm a personal finance expert and author who's been hosting the Money Girl podcast since 2008. If you're building a business or you want to learn more about how to earn more income, I hope you'll grab a copy of my most recent title. It's called Money Smart Solopreneur, a personal finance system for freelancers, entrepreneurs, and side hustlers. It was an Amazon number one new release, and it's available everywhere books are sold as a paperback ebook or audiobook. If you're enjoying Money Girl, please subscribe, submit a rating, and participate by sending me your money questions or comments. You can leave a message 24-7 on our voicemail line at 302-364-0308, and you can email me using my contact page at lauradadams.com or connect on Instagram at Laura D. Adams. The mission for Money Girl is very simple. It's to help you get the knowledge and motivation to prioritize your finances, build wealth, and have more security and less stress. So if you're ready to take your financial life to the next level, you're in the right place. Today's episode is number 731, called Five Ways to Help Your Kids Become Rich. Today's show was inspired by a question that came in from Nate M., who says, Does interest income from savings bonds purchased for my three-year-old child count as qualified income for contributing to an IRA for her retirement? Thank you for your question, Nate. I love that you're already thinking about her financial future. And if you have kids or you want to start a family someday, it's essential to get familiar with strategies and accounts that make it a little easier to save and invest for them. So if that's something that you want to do, stick with me. You're going to learn a lot about ways to give them a financial leg up in the world. In this episode, I'm going to answer Nate's question and I'll review five ways you can set your kids up for success. You'll learn when to start saving for a child and how it should fit into your financial goals. So let's get started. We're going to talk about your goals first. Being a parent means you've got plenty of ongoing expenses. And of course, you want the best for your children. But you also need to make wise decisions for your own financial future. If you sacrifice your financial security to save for your kids or put them through college, you may find yourself relying on them to support you in your old age. So I want to recommend that you only set aside money for your kids if you can genuinely afford it. 
And how do you know if you can afford it? Well, ideally, you should regularly save at least 10 to 15% of your gross income for retirement before saving for your kids. And if you're less than 20 years from retirement and you have not reached 80% of your savings goal, I want to encourage you to stay exclusively focused on building your retirement nest egg. Yes, I know it might sound a little cold-hearted, for a parent to refuse to pay for a child's education. Remember that kids have options like working, getting scholarships for college, and taking out federal student loans. However, you will not have any loans or grants to support you in retirement after you stop working. That's why you've got to put your own financial security first. Later on, if you end up with a surplus of retirement savings, then you can help a child by maybe paying off their debts or giving them cash gifts. The bottom line is that you must shore up your financial well-being first, even if that means saving nothing or less than you'd like for your kids. Now, when the time is right to save and invest money for your kids, or if you can afford it right now, I'm going to review five ways to help them grow rich. Number one is to use a bank savings account. An FDIC-insured bank savings account is one of the safest places to squirrel away money for a child's future. The problem is, as you probably know, it doesn't come with many benefits. A regular savings account pays very low interest, and what you get is taxed as income. If you've got a large amount to save, you might consider getting a high-yield savings account, which might pay double or triple compared to a regular bank savings. However, what you earn is still relatively low compared to other options that we'll cover. For example, if you save $100 a month for 20 years in a bank account earning 0.25% interest, you'd accumulate less than $25,000. But if you put the same amount in a high-yield savings, making 2%, you'd have almost $30,000 after two decades. Now, another option is to open a certificate of deposit, or CD. You can open that with a bank or other financial institution and get even higher returns in some cases. CDs can also be FDIC-insured, and that makes them extremely safe. With a CD, you loan money to the institution, which lends it to their customers, and you receive a set rate for a period, which is called the term. And CD terms can range from a few months to a few years. In general, the longer the term, the more interest you receive. When the term is up, you receive your initial deposit plus any interest accrued. Using FDIC-insured bank savings, high-yield savings, or a CD means that your money is entirely safe from investment risk. But in exchange for that safety... All those accounts pay very little interest, and that means you could be leaving many thousands of dollars on the table compared to investing the funds. So the second way to help a child grow rich is to open a 529 college savings plan. Paying for college is the most common reason parents want to sock away money for their kids. So if you or your child know that college is in the future, one of the best options is to open a 529 college savings plan. With a 529, you contribute funds on any schedule you like. It could be monthly, quarterly, or annually, and choose how to invest those funds from a menu of options, such as mutual funds. 
The money can be withdrawn tax-free if you use it to pay qualified education expenses like tuition, fees, books, required equipment, and room and board. Funds in a 529 plan can be spent at U.S. accredited schools and even at some foreign institutions. For example, you could live in Florida, participate in a New York 529 savings plan, and actually use the funds to send a child to college in California. And thanks to the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, you can now spend up to $10,000 per year from a 529 tax-free on elementary and secondary school expenses. So that gives parents the flexibility to withdraw funds for tuition and other education expenses for a younger child attending a public, private, or religious school. You can use a 529 no matter how much you earn, and the maximum annual contribution limit depends on the plan you choose, but it could be over six figures per student. Funds in a 529 belong to the owner, and the account can have one designated beneficiary, who is the future student. So if you want to save for more than one child, you generally must open an account for each of them. But you can also change a 529 beneficiary to another member of the family or even roll it over to another 529 without triggering any tax consequences. States generally sponsor their own 529 plans, and many offer really nice tax savings, such as a deduction on your state income taxes for the contributions you make to a 529. The fees and benefits like the maximum contribution limit, your investment options, and any in-state benefits all vary considerably, so you do need to shop around to check out the best plan for you. I would say due to the benefits that come with a 529, like the tax advantages, flexibility, and very high contribution limits, it definitely gets my vote as the best account to save for a child's education. Additionally, your 529 distributions get favorable treatment because they're not considered income in the calculation for financial aid. The main drawback is that if you use a 529 for non-qualified expenses, you will have to pay income tax plus an additional 10% penalty on those withdrawals. So you never want to put more in a 529 than you estimate your child will need for their total education expenses. And note that you cannot start funding a 529 until your child is born and has a social security number. To sign up for a 529, you can go directly to the plan manager or use a financial advisor or start doing your homework at sites like savingforcollege.com and collegesavings.org. On this episode of Plant Killers, we'll explore one nation's most notorious fruit and vegetable killer, bad dirt. What makes bad dirt so bad? The answer, the ingredients. But fear not, true crime enthusiasts. This story has a happy ending. New miracle Grow organic raised bed in garden soil. It's made with quality organic ingredients from upcycled green waste like compost and aged bark. Unlike the other guys who can't say the same. Looks like bad dirt's murdering days are over. Thanks to miracle Grow. Join us next time on Plant Killers. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. 
That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash credit card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Okay, the third way to help a child grow rich is putting money in a UGMA or UTMA account. So what if you want to save money for a child, but you don't want it specifically for education expenses? Well, in most states, minors cannot own investments and financial products in their names. So that means parents cannot just give investments or transfer assets to a minor child without creating a trust. The most common trust for minors is a custodial account known as a UGMA. That stands for Uniform Gift to Minors Act. There's another one called a UTMA, which stands for Uniform Transfer to Minors Act. These allow investments for minors, like mutual funds and real estate, to be held in the care of an account custodian. You can set up a custodial account at most banks and brokerage firms. Then you can make withdrawals to cover expenses that benefit a child. And when the child becomes an adult, which is usually age 18 or 21, depending on your state, the trust assets automatically transfer into the child's name. Now, the main benefit of using a UGMA or UTMA account is that you can give a child as much money or assets as you like. There are no annual limits, and you can also withdraw funds at any time and for any reason. A portion of the account's investment earnings will get taxed at your child's income tax rate, which can reduce taxes. The downside of a UGMA and UTMA account is that once the child reaches the age of majority, parents have no control over how the child spends the funds. Also, custodial accounts are considered an asset of the child, which means they're a more significant factor in the calculation for financial aid than if the money was owned by a parent. The fourth way to help a child's financial future is buying life insurance. Life insurance is a contract that pays one or more beneficiaries after the policyholder's death. There are two main types of coverage. There's term and permanent. With a term policy, it pays a cash benefit if you die within a period such as 10 or 20 years. And a permanent policy covers you no matter when you die. And it may also accumulate a cash value. And you can tap that accumulated value or allow it to grow for a child. If you're relatively young and healthy, a half a million dollar or 20-year term life policy may only cost about $20 a month. And it's wise to cover both parents, especially if one is an at-home caretaker. If a stay-at-home parent were to pass away, the cost to replace them would be significant. So if you get life insurance through work, that's great, but it may not be enough. Most companies will offer coverage in an amount equal to one or maybe two times your annual salary. Depending on your financial needs and family size, having life coverage in an amount equal to 10 times your income is really a good rule of thumb. So having just one or two times your your annual income may, you know, not be enough. I would really consider, you know, getting more. And remember that if you leave your job or you get terminated, your life coverage will end. Since you can have multiple life insurance policies, it's really wise to maintain your own insurance in addition to any coverage that you may get through work. 
Now, the downside of life insurance is that it typically doesn't provide a benefit until the policyholder dies. However, as I mentioned, if you've got a permanent policy that builds cash value over time, you could tap it to pay expenses for a child, such as education or vehicle. And the fifth way to help a child grow rich is contributing to a Roth IRA. So this gets us back to Nate's question about whether his young child qualifies for an IRA. Many people don't realize that kids can have an IRA if they have earned income from a part-time job or even self-employment income. As a parent, you can make an IRA contribution on your child's behalf for as much as they earn up to the annual limit, which is currently $6,000. But you cannot fund an IRA for an infant or a toddler who can't legitimately earn income. So Nate, unfortunately, your child's investment income does not make her qualified to have an IRA. She must have earned income. And investment income is very different from earned income in the eyes of the IRS. However, if you qualify for a Roth IRA, you could fund it and then take withdrawals to pay future expenses for your daughter. There is an annual income limit to qualify for a Roth IRA. So if you're a high earner, you may not be eligible to make Roth IRA contributions. Unlike other retirement accounts, you can withdraw your original contributions, but not the earnings, from a Roth IRA before retirement without having to pay taxes or even a 10% early withdrawal penalty. So that flexibility makes a Roth IRA a great choice to invest for your own retirement and for a child's future expenses. Nate, I hope that helps and gives you some ideas about other accounts that may be suitable for your daughter. Before we go, I want to invite you to connect with me on Twitter at Laura Adams. And again, lauradadams.com is my personal site where you can use my contact page and learn more about my work, books, and money courses. That's all for now. I'll talk to you next week. Until then, here's to living a richer life. Money Girl is a quick and dirty tips podcast. It's audio engineered by Steve Rickyberg with editing by Adam Cecil. Our advertising operations specialist is Morgan Christensen. Our digital operations specialist is Holly Hutchins. Our marketing and publicity assistant is Davina Tomlin. And our intern is Brendan Pika. On this episode of Plant Killers, we'll explore one nation's most notorious fruit and vegetable killer, bad dirt. What makes bad dirt so bad? The answer, the ingredients. But fear not, true crime enthusiasts. This story has a happy ending. New miracle Grow organic raised bed in garden soil. It's made with quality organic ingredients from upcycled green waste like compost and aged bark. Unlike the other guys who can't say the same. Looks like bad dirt's murdering days are over. Thanks to miracle Grow. Join us next time on Plant Killers. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.